Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply step into the world of power loyalty and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather. Now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, welcome to episode 7 of Playing Out From The Back. I'm joined by my usual friends and homies, Mo Spencer and Aaron White. Uh, This week is set to be a fiery one. We have got Spurs being Spursy. We've got people being left out and added to 25-man squads that have caused some shocks. And there will be another Liverpool special, um, purely on Virgil van Dijk and and Pickford's coming together and their off-the-field toys out of their pram, shall we say. Um, (laughs) Let's get started. Um, And I'm going to say, let's let's ease our way into it. Let's talk about the 25-man squads that have obviously come out this week um, for both the league um, and obviously the European competitions. Um, Notably, Ozil has been left out. For some people, that might be a shock. For others, that might just have been writing on the wall. Um, For me, I also want to talk about Petr Cech being named in the Chelsea man squad as well. I thought he retired and I thought he was upstairs with his specs on and a pen and paper. <laughs> so, Aaron, what, what do you think of the, the squads that have been issued? Has there been any other sort of shocks and what's your views on Urza? Uh, well, firstly, I thought everyone thought uh, Czech was upstairs in the office now, but obviously not. Yeah. Uh, that's obviously not going to put any confidence into uh, Kepa anymore. Uh, that's obviously a backup for him in case he loses the plot anymore. Uh yeah, Erzil Erz, is a uh, it's a hard it's hard because it, everyone knew it was coming. Obviously, it's one of those things that was just written written to be. But I honestly, I've seen so many rumors of him why he's not been playing, why he's been left out. You know, saving money on appearance fees, bonuses. Uh, there's political reasons. Every everything's been written, but obviously. We don't know what the main reason is. Uh, as a manager, it's tough because it's clear to see that we, as Arsenal fan, we need some creative spark in the middle of the park. He's obviously the one that would do that. He has the attributes to, to do that for us. Uh, so it's very tough as a fan to see him not even being included Uh Considering he's also on 300k a week, let's let's not forget that he's on a hell of a lot of money to not be playing in the Premier League or even the Europa League. Uh, I find it very strange uh, and I'm quite shocked, even though we knew it was coming, I'm very shocked that he's not even in name, been named in the squad. It's, it's mm. baffling for me, it really is. Yeah, yeah, no, we, we, have, lacked, we have lacked that creativity and we've been looking for it, but... Um, also, part of me, I wonder, you know, is there already forward planning 
um, for January. I know we missed out on the boy uh, from from yeah. Leon. Um, you know, we could have brought it really done with that. I think we'll probably go back in for him um, in, in January. But the Ozil thing is is strange because I think you know I think we won't find out truly until that book comes out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like many other yeah. things, you know. Um, there's a lot surrounding it um, from politics and uh, how many times do we say it all comes down to the pound yeah. note? And I'm not talking about his contract. I'm talking about the sponsorships outside of it because there's obviously the the, the the element with China. Yeah. Um, and um, this isn't a politics show, so let's not get into it too deep because I don't want to um, say something that I, uh, I either shouldn't or because I don't understand it. So um, that, from a football reason, it doesn't make sense because he's the creativity that we need. Um, is it an attitude piece? I don't think it generally is. Uh, he's training with the first team. It's clear that he's there. He's still training with them. And you see a bit of relationship with him and Arteta when you do a bit of digging. You can see the, the photos. You can see the videos. It's not like a, it wasn't like you've seen when players, are, you know, are cast off to the, the 23s or whatever, you know, or just not training. It's not like that. So there's definitely a bigger issue there. Um, what, what about you, Mo? What, what's your thoughts on it? Um, I mean, when you say forward planning, I think that comes into it a lot. Um, as Arsenal fans, I, I guess we've been complaining for year upon year that we don't have a direction. We can't see where we're going. We're, we're, we're fitting uh, square pegs into round holes. We're keeping players uh, past their sell-by date. We're, we're buying players also by their sell, past their sell-by date. And I think this is just a, a step from Arteta and the board to say, right, we've got a plan. We've got a plan in place now. Ozil isn't part of that plan. I believe he's been told this from a while ago. And I believe he's probably been told to find a new club, which he didn't want to do, which is fine. He's under contract. Um, but I think this was just a stand from the club to say, this is where we, we're at. This is where we're going. If you're not part of it, you're not part of it. And that and that's simply it. It's the same with Ganduzi. Why didn't we just uh, give him a slap on the wrist and let him off? Because it's obviously a clear... Uh, new strategy from the club to say this is how we are now. Um, I get, I get that. He sh- I get why he should be in the twenty-five man squad because of what he can bring. But if you've made such a stand to say he's not part of our plans, to then say, oh, um, we got it wrong. Let's pull him back in. How does that look for the rest of the players in the club and players coming to the club? People. I've got to stop taking sort of liberties with Arsenal coming there, picking up big paychecks and doing what they want. And I think this is the start of it. So as much as I do like Ozil and what he did for us in the early times he was there, um, I think for the last two or three years, even the numbers that he used to rely on to carry him through the assists and that, first half of the season, he had lots of opportunities. And when Arteta came in, he had lots of opportunities. Mm. He wasn't producing. And you can't you can't play him in, in this current Arteta squad because every man has to be up for the run. Every man has to be tracking back. Every man has to be putting in tackles. And it's just not simply something he doesn't do. You know what I mean? And we've been, we've been a team yeah. conceding yeah. 20, 25 shots for the last two, three seasons. And a part of that is due to the fact that we play Ozil and we're playing Xhaka and we're playing another man in the middle who just can't get around the pitch. So we, it's, it's, someone has to be mm. sacrificed somewhere. And I think Ozil's been told. I don't think this has just popped up overnight. You're not going to be in the 25-man squad. He knew. He must have known from the start when we come back from the coronavirus break that he, he, was, he was done at the club. And he chose. He chose because I'm sure there's 10, 20 clubs out there that would take Ozil one and could make a package for him. Um, do you know what I mean? So he chose to stay. So with the Ozil one, I mean... I'm sort of in support of the club on this one. I'll say, um, yeah. yeah. Do, do you think? Do you think is part of it? Like you say, he chose to stay. There are people that have come in for him previously. Maybe the, the money wasn't quite there, but I'm sure it has still been lucrative enough to to make the move. Do you think his love for football has, has died out a little bit? Do you think that that's not there? That, that I don't. Piece? I don't actually think that's the case. I think that this is sort of come down to proving a point. Arsenal, or maybe he genuinely... I don't know. I really don't know. Something's gone wrong somewhere along the line because I'm sure if he knew he was not going to be playing football at all, 
he would have gone. So I can only imagine that he was thinking maybe there's some way we get through this and, and I get out the other side. But I also believe that Arteta is a straight-talking guy and he would have told him, like he told Ganduzi, mm. go and find mm. the club because you're not going to be playing this season. Go and find a club, sort yourself out, is the, probably the conversation he had with Guendouzi, because you're playing this season. And the conversation with Ozil is, um, you don't fit into the team tactically at the moment. You know what I mean? So I think it's best that you move on. And he chose not to. Maybe. Yeah, no. It's, it's just... Maybe well, Ozil thought now. the club and Arteta was trying to call his bluff. Mm, and yeah. it kind of backfired on him, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But but Aaron, that goes down to the way the club has previously yeah, been. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You get what yeah, I'm saying? That yeah. that goes down to the way the club mm. has previously been. And players think that they can come in and, and sort of do what they want. It's one thing that annoys me with Arsenal. We never get good transfer fees. Mm. And players come in and they, they do what they want and then they march out the door. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's so that's... annoying. Yeah. So um so I'm all for it. Yeah, it's 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 happened. It's happened too often. Yeah, it's happened too often there. And, and you know what it's it's funny because I don't want to just make this a an, an Arsenal uh, time again, but let's talk about a few other players here. I'm just gonna list a few names. Um Danny Rose, Connor Wickham. Uh, Jean-Michael Siri, who came from Nice and Arsenal were linked with him pers- uh, <laughs> yeah. what, can't, maybe two can't, years ago. Can't play in the winter, um, yeah? Is it the same player? <laughs> yeah, same one. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Henry Syver, uh, Lazar, Roland Ahrens from, um, from Newcastle as, as well. Um, Phil Jones, um, <laughs> Romero, Yannick Bellassi, uh, Mo Besic, um, Henry Lansbury, all left out of their respected teams um, of the 25. Slomani from Leicester also been been left out. Um, there's some players here that you know could probably still find a team within the Prem personally, like with their, their ability, um, but have just been left out completely. Um, now, surely, and this is my opinion now. We've it's now October. You're just finding out. You, do you think they're just finding out they're not going to be in it? Do you think they should have known? Where's the communication there? Because why are you now going to be sitting there without a squad and now not it's, a team? It's, it's strange. Uh, I'm sure at the beginning of, of the season, beginning of pre-season, the, the managers have spoken to the players and said where they are within the team, if they're expected to, to be playing, uh, be a fringe player, or maybe just not get their chance. Uh, Danny Rose surprises me. I still think he's Tottenham's uh, w- was their best left back before they signed Regulian. Uh, be- I think he's better than Ben Davies. Uh, but there's obviously something Jose doesn't like about him. But I'm shocked that he hasn't moved, considering he went to to Newcastle on loan at the end of last season. Uh, and and the Balassi one as well. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still a big fan of Balassi. I know he's been out on loan a few times uh, since moving to Everton. But I still think he's got a lot to offer. Uh, I'm surprised, you know, one of the smaller clubs hasn't even come in for him and uh, given him a chance. Because on his on his day, he's uh, he's very hard to play against. I wouldn't want to play him uh, if I was a fullback. Uh, no, there, there's there's a lot out there, and it, it is very strange why there's so many that are not in the in the squads. Experienced players, uh, Romero's yeah. a very good keeper. Uh, Phil Jones is Phil Jones, obviously. Uh, I'm not too... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, th- I, th- I, threw, I threw his name in there just because yeah. it would be a name that's recognised, but um, I think his level is, but, is definitely but, bottom half, you... if not championship. <laughs> when yeah, when the, you the see some of the players yeah. Fulham are playing, uh, Adoy at centre-back and those kind of players, <laughs> Tim Tim Ream, and, <laughs> and, and I'd, I'd prefer to take a chance, take a chance on Phil, Phil Jones or, or someone like that because why, why would I want to be up against players that are not good enough for the Premier League. Like, I, I don't understand it. It's, it's, they, it's they, a strange one. They did say, yeah, it is um, a strange I read one. somewhere that Man, Man United were demanding 20 million for players. <laughs> so, so I'm not, I'm not sure how that one's going to go down because they just give him a new... Yeah, 20 million. Yeah, 20 million for Phil Jones. So they've uh, just, because they give him, what did they give him? A five year deal a couple of years ago. So he's got plenty of time on his contract. Um, and I heard they were demanding 20 million for him. So this is obviously the, the problem with Phil, wait, with Phil Jones. Wait, wait, let's just rewind a little bit. It's, 
I almost <laughs> fell off my chair twice because I heard the I heard the twenty million. Did someone say Phil Jones got an extra five yeah, year deal? Not too long ago. I'm 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 sure of it. Wait, not too long ago. Him and Chris. Someone, <laughs> someone get me someone get me the number of Phil Jones's agent because there's two things. He's like in negotiating skills, are obviously decent. Or he has sat on Woodward, and I need to know because I want to take advantage because that is outrageous. <laughs> nah, that's that's mad. I mean, you know what? Actually, I've, one name I did miss, obviously from the Arsenal boys as well. Uh, Sakatis was actually yeah. left out. Now I know we hey, listen. We got centre backs for days, by the way. Which you know we have got bargain basement centre backs, yeah. but we have got a few. Um, so I guess it was a flip of a coin between him and Mustafi. I'm mm. guessing. Um, you know, but we a lot of them obviously carrying injuries as well. We, we obviously signed that Mari guy mm. as well. He yeah. looks okay, yeah. um, but you know he's he's obviously he's injured as well. But yeah, there's there's some strange names obviously being left out. Um, how about Petacek being put mm. in? I just want to talk, talk about he, that. Yeah, no, no, no I've, got, <laughs> I've, got, I've got a theory on this, and and I think that I think it's actually a good move um, because I think that. Ke- um, and I think that having Peter Check there um, will help him settle down, will also improve him as a keeper. Um, and having Peter Check as pressure on him might be something that spurs him on to become to become better, to become more rounded, to understand the English game more. I think it's a good move. Peter Check's been one of the best goalkeepers over the last, what, 15, 20 years in the Prem. Um, and I think he's younger than Caballero as well. Caballero's, what, 39? Peter Cech's 38. Um, so I think that it's actually a good move from Frank Lampard, a smart move. And he's now got another experienced head around him. So, I mean, I, you look at that on paper and you think it's absolutely crazy. But when you when you actually strip it back and you look and you think, all right, check working with Kepa day to day, putting him under a little bit of pressure. He's there to calm down the situation. Um, in the goalkeeping sort of department. Um, he's got loads of experience. Um, and going forward, Chelsea have to make Kepa work. Like this. Do you, do you not think do you not think the pressure do you not think the pressure was set when they brought another yeah. goalkeeper yeah, of, in? Of, of course, of course the pressure <laughs> was set there. So now, so now, but this is this this is the problem. So now you've got a 70 million goalkeeper there sitting there thinking, where am I at? Where am I at? You know, he's he's lost. And I think Peter Cech is perfect to put in there and just calm everything down whilst improving Kepa. Kepa, sorry, Kepa has to work for Chelsea. They're not going to get half of the money back for him. So they've got to find a way. They've got to have have seen something when they spent that 70 million and they've got to find that. They have to. Mm. It can't go wrong because he's got a six-year deal, 70 million pound transfer fee. They have to make that work. So, so rumor has it that Chelsea actually called up trading standards and said they get their, their money back without a receipt. Because... <laughs> oh, what, what I was watching that uh, against Southampton, where he misses Che Adams, by the way, oh, then misses him God. completely again and hits in the post. I was like, what am I watching it? And, and part of me is thinking. Sam, you've dislocated your shoulder three times. <laughs> but it's still a chance if you put a set of gloves on, you could play in goal for Chelsea. You know, it's just, it, honestly, absolute mental. And I do feel for Chelsea fans um, to watch that every week. But come on, we've also done that. And I've oh, watched yeah. Almunia with his chocolate wrist in the Champions League final. So, you know, good. It's about time someone else is feeling these pains of having these keepers. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it is mad. You've got to get it right with your keeper. Uh, it is one of the most important positions in, in, in the in the league. And one of, one of the things you do notice is when you don't have a top goalkeeper and when you don't have a top centre-back. And that will lead us into um, Pickford and Virgil. Um, I think I don't need to ask this. I, we know the tackle was not great. Um, and, you know, I hope that Virgil does um, come back with a strong recovery because f- from a from a Premier League fan... Should we say you've got to have the best players there? You know, you want to watch the best players, and, and Virgil's been um, immense uh, for Liverpool and the Premier League. And the tackle was 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 horrendous. Um, what I want to talk about though is is actually afterwards. Now Liverpool have gone to go and get a res- retrospective um, sort of punishment for Pickford. 
they've written a letter to the Premier League to get um, sort of special uh, treatment to sign someone now as a replacement. Um, they, they have complained about VAR. Um, starting to sound like sourpuss to me. Like, is this not happened? This isn't the first time this happened. I'm talking, we've seen it leg breaks with Eduardo. We've seen it with Ramsey. We've seen various things. No one's asked for this special treatment. Why do Liverpool keep trying to put themselves on a pedestal for this special treatment? Yes, you are champions. Congratulations. Guess what? You got a trophy for it. I know it's been a while, guys, and you don't know what you comes with that, but keep yourselves in your box and in your lane. Yeah, Everyone has these injuries at some point. Yes, things don't go well for you. That's the whole reason of a squad. Mm. You know, you're going to pick up injuries. So why are you suddenly <laughs> asking for this? No one else has done it before. I don't get it. I really don't get it. It's it's horrible. People up, upstairs, Scudamore and all those bods there, are probably getting hit with rattles the amount of toy, <laughs> toys that have come out of the pram from Liverpool. It was, it was a bad challenge. Pickford should have been sent off. VAR is rubbish. We know. But I didn't hear any of you complaining about it last year when you were getting goals <laughs> left, right and centre. How about Mane when he elbowed Tierney? How about when he smashed up Edison and Edison was left with a fractured skull or whatever it was? Where, where were you then? <laughs> Very silent. So all of this is rubbish. Do I believe... But listen, don't get me wrong. Do I believe that Pickford should have been sent off? Yes. Because irrespective of it being offside at that point, if the ball was out of play, let's say it goes out of play for a throw-in and the game is dead. If someone elbows someone in the face, the referee's going to go up and send him off, yeah? So I don't get why at that point he didn't send Pickford off for that, yeah. regardless yeah. of the offside. It, yeah. was, it, was, it was disgusting. And Pickford needs to learn. I mean, T-Rex arms, you can't keep leaving <laughs> your, your legs like that. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, that was, it, was, it was savage. But, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on it? Do you think Pickford should have been sent off at the time? And what are your thoughts on Liverpool? Obviously, keep trying to you know, pressurise the, the, the FA into so some madness. Oh, do you want me to go first, Aaron, yeah? Yeah, yeah go for it. OK, <laughs> right. So I've got a couple of points on this. Uh, Pickford should have been sent off. Um, and Pickford has, he does this, I've noticed, he does it when he's kicking. And it obviously has transferred into his tackling, even when he comes up for the ball. He does this like follow through motion. And it makes all of his. It, it made that tackle look awful. It, that's why. That's why the tackle looks so awful. He does this. He does it when he kicks as well. He does this. This really strong follow through motion. And I mean, it, it, the tackle was very dangerous. He should have been sent off. You could have seen a horrific injury there. To be honest, um, with with um, with Liverpool trying to um, trying to get a player signed. I mean. They need to understand that this is this is a squad game and they've got to use their squad players. And they, all they just need to do is just slot Gomez in there. Everything will be fine anyway. So they ain't got to really worry too much about this. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. But listen, what I will say, what I will say is this. We're seeing um, something very similar this season, um, which is a little bit what I expected. Liverpool did exactly what Man City did. Yeah, They sold one of their centre-halves and then the first injury of that season is to a centre-half. So now they're left with two centre-halves, one that's injured all the time. This is the sort of thing, this is the sort of reason why I say um, you can't maintain that 96, 97, 98 points season after season because eventually it catches up with you. Van Dijk, Liverpool losing Van Dijk is going to be a massive loss. It's going to cost them a lot of points. You have to be realistic. That's why Carragher's on the television saying they've got to sign a defender straight away because they ain't going to get away with this. It's going to be a, a very similar thing to uh, when Man City lost, uh, lost Laporte. So Liverpool maybe needed to strengthen a little bit more in the central, central defensive areas and not complain so much about... You know, I mean, trying to get a replacement in last minute and do this and do that. They shouldn't be doing that. But I mean, when teams get desperate, that's what they do, Sam, I think. <laughs> it was very <laughs> with, with Liverpool, right? Uh, <laughs> because they, at the moment, they're getting, they're getting the support 
and everything from the media, media and the pundits. They're like the the media darling team. They're the club that Man United were in the nineties. They're getting all the support online and the papers, pundits. So they 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 expect to make these uh, things of let's let's get another player in in October or let's get Pickford banned stuff like that. I mean, I saw pundits saying Pickford should be suspended for as long as. Van Dyke was injured. Mad. But, but, yeah, there was something. It was. I read that as well. Or somewhere. Someone, <laughs> Who was it? John Barnes. <laughs> there, was, there was someone that said that. And I'm thinking to myself, so they want to ban Pickford for nine months or whatever it is. It is it's stupid. And, but they, they're getting all, all, the, uh, all the media support. For me, yeah, it's a horrible, horrible incident. It's reckless. I don't think it's it's not intended. It's not. There's no malice in it. I don't think. No, no. He's he's gone to make that starfish dance that the keepers do, and it followed through, and they collided. And it's just un, unfortunate that Van Dyke was obviously, obviously there, and it collided with him. But I'm looking at that game, and I'm not I'm not Liverpool's biggest fan, as you as you know. Uh, but I'd be more angry about that Henderson goal being disallowed because Manny is not offside there. Oh, I was clearly <laughs> offside. I was clearly offside. Clearly offside. He what about? Not offside. And to me, officials, VAR, they're, they're, they're an embarrassment. I mean, but the thing is, people are saying VAR this, VAR that. But it's actually the officials. The, the standard of officiating at the moment is at an all-time low. And... The officials on the pitch aren't making these decisions because they're just waiting for someone in their ear to tell them yes or no. And they just need to forget mm. about that. Referee the game. I mean, how does a, the referee and the linesman on the same side of the, the incident not see that from Pickford? I mean, yeah. I mean it's, 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 it's baffling. It really is. It's, it's silly. It's, to me, like I said, this the worst, worst officials at the moment in, in what should be the in the best best league in the world and they're ruining it and and VAR's taking the floor yeah they're 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 making decisions up there but it's referees making those decisions it's officials making those decisions in the VAR room so it's the standard has to improve i don't know where and how they do it but it has to improve has to improve yeah no 100, 100% it, it really it really does um and it is uh Something I don't think will be, it would be won't be the last time we speak about this no. uh, in terms of officials and, and VAR. You know, I think we have it's come across some way each each week, um, but on the, on this occasion, um, I think it's glaringly obvious that Pickford should have received some sort of punishment for that. Um, you know, it doesn't need to be a penalty. It doesn't need to be anything no. else. It was just it's a sending off. You know, it's, it's I'm sorry, it's, it's done. You know, you give the offside, but the guy is is sent being sent off it's, it's, it's as simple as that it 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 now sets for me it sets a precedent yeah. that if you're saying when the whistle blows for offside that if I then run and fucking like absolutely muller someone absolutely muller someone I can't get sent off is that what they're saying it's because that's what I feel I feel that's what it is mm, is that not it's it's it's, it's, it's weird because uh if the referee sends Pickford off, if the referee sees it, sends Pickford off, VAR won't reverse that. But with Richarlison sending off, the referee actually blew his whistle for a foul a moment before that, but still sent Richarlison off. Mm-hmm. I don't think many people saw or heard the whistle before Richarlison sending off. And does doesn't have that? I didn't. So, uh, so the, yeah, it's exactly the same. And this is and this is you know what? All I had a rant earlier at non-league. But I'm having this all the way yeah. through. Referees and assistants, consistency is out the window. It doesn't... If you... if you Listen, the first decision you make, you're setting a precedent, right? So if you book someone for tugging a shirt, you have to book everyone for tugging a shirt. Yeah. Because you can't let it slide. If you let it slide the first time, then you have to let it slide for everyone. But if obviously the player keeps doing it, then your reasoning for is it consistent? He's consistently pulling up the shirt. Fine, you book him. Makes sense. But when you just you give it, you do it for one player, then you don't do it for another, or you do it for one team, you don't do it for another. That starts the frustration piece. So what happens is the players get rattled, the management get rattled, and all of a sudden, 
referees do. They put themselves on this big, fat pedestal going, I'll tell you what, mate, here you go. And they, they put this bit of human spite into the game and make it about themselves. And I can not stand it. Now sitting on the sideline, trying to obviously manage a team now and dealing with these referees, it has become painful. Now, we're obviously competing for, obviously there's a fun element, but obviously we're still competing to go up the leagues. When you're at the absolute pinnacle there in the Premier League, you expect the very best. And if not to mention what comes with all the financial implications if they don't get these things right. So like Liverpool now, they're now paying Virgil, whatever it is. He's sitting on the sideline for probably going to be 18 months by the sounds of what they're talking about. They might miss out on trophies, which leads to obviously certain other uh, financial implications, etc. They've now got to, like you said, go and buy another um, player. You know, it it's all led down to kind of poor, poor refereeing and poor VAR decisions. You know, they've, they've, they've drawn a game. They've sort of dropped points. They could have probably actually won the game with whatever happened with, with Virgil. It, it, there's so many other elements. It's not just this. It's other things. We've seen penalties given that shouldn't have. Penalties that have been missed out. And VAR makes a decision on one thing. As you, Mo, telling, telling me the other, the other weeks where you're saying, ultimately, although it's VAR's there, it's still a human opinion because there's someone in the booth yeah. watching it. So it's 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 flawed because it's hu- it's still human making a decision based on what they can see. Now, if that's the case, remove it. Or the only person that sees that screen is the person in there and goes, "Look, I think this that you need to see." I'm not saying any other. I'm not giving you any other opinion. Yeah. Go and look at it on the yeah, screen. Yeah. You make the decision. So it's only one person making that decision, yeah. and that's and that's it. Like, it can't be anything else. We've got too many chefs yeah. in there making these decisions and it's causing absolute headache. I saw in Australia, they had someone actually now mic'd up so everyone could hear the reasoning behind it. Yeah. Because then, you know, do you know you know what that does? It makes someone accountable. Yeah, yeah. that's what they do. That's, <laughs> Not someone that's what they do in rugby, isn't it? They have yeah. the, you can hear everything that's going on and a lot of people actually want that, but I don't think they'll ever do that. I don't think they'll ever do that. After that Mike Dean one where he... Is it Mike Dean? Where he, he, I think he, that's actually Liverpool as well. And he just said, oh, I'm going to give the penalty. going to give the penalty, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they would yeah. never yeah. Um, on that one. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's, it's, it's painful. Um, and I just don't think we'll obviously get around, get around it. But um, I'll tell you what, in terms of comebacks that did have nothing to do with uh, VAR... Let's talk about our best friends in North London, Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> oh, oh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Go, go on, Mo. You look like you're you ready to jump on you this one. Well. I, I, actually, I actually see a different side to Tottenham this season, but that's such a typical Tottenham thing to happen. I don't even understand how it happened. I mean... West Ham, but yeah, it's, it's it's there's so many things to this. You know, West Ham, yeah, that that game is West Ham in a nutshell. The worst team in the Premier League in the first half, and one of the best teams in the Premier League in the second half, and they were playing the perfect team for that as well in Spurs, who could be great in one aspect and then become Spursy. In another aspect, is that what they call it? That's it, Spursy. Spursy, yeah, yeah. It is Spursy. It weren't yeah. the great. It weren't. It, it weren't Spursy. the great homecoming for Gareth Bale that they wanted. Um, in the end, but the Gareth Bale play. He play. I looked at. It, I looked at it in the first half, and I, and all the worries came after after making my top four predictions. All the worries came. I, I thought, bloody hell, these look look vicious. This is exactly what I could see. And then second half, couple of set pieces, and you have them rattled. They've got a soft centre, Tottenham. They've got a soft centre. I think all them years ago, when um, Sir Alex Ferguson said, it's only Tottenham, has still got them rattled to this day. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no matter what players they bring in, no matter what manager they bring in, they've just always got the capacity to just be so soft-centred. Um, and then you see the, you see the fact... This, this is the thing, yeah. You see the Spurs fans, they they can't even they're not even willing to admit that 
that it was poor from them. There's always an excuse for it. Oh, no, this, oh, that. But it, they're just a poor, soft-centred club. That's what it is, isn't it? Because other clubs, do you, other do clubs that, win that. Do you know what, though? Do you know what it is, bro? It's not, it's, it is part of it. It is a bit of a ment- mentality piece. Do you know what the two, the games that they live for every year? Arsenal, West Ham. That's mm. it. And they, 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 have, they have the DVD press ready if they do get a result. <laughs> So they can sell sell a DVD for that result, and that, and that's and that's it. Like there seems to be nothing else. Like that they they live for that. They live for Arsenal to not do something or Chelsea not to do something or West Ham. Like guys, it's not the Lond- it's not a London Cup. It's Premier League, and I feel and some of that arrogance sets in because we've seen it before where they did it. To, they did it to us, and we come back. Mm. You know, we we've West Ham with that is a little bit of arrogance. Mm. And you see, I'm even seeing it sitting with Harry Kane a little bit. This guy needs to move, <laughs> not because he's at top, not not because of the, the Arsenal Tottenham um, sort of rivalry. I'm not saying that. This guy needs to move into a team of winners, like, and a mentality of a team of winners. It's, it's it's I can't I can't say this enough. The guy is being wasted at Tottenham uh, for me. And I'm seeing him there, and I'm just like, why? What you want to become? Don't be that guy that becomes Spursy himself. Whereas I say that they're living for certain fixtures, live for actually winning, and that that just showed me, you know, great fight from West Ham as well. That is what the Premier League's all about. But boy, yes, you're right. They looked amazing at the start, and you're like, oh, okay, got them going. And this isn't the Mourinho that everyone thought was going to sort of bring in, but. They're playing West Ham. Let's let's not forget that. You know, no disrespect to West Ham, but you know they're a side that if you're going to have any sort of uh, ambitions to be in a top four, you should be brushing them. You know, you should them aside and, and picking up the the three points uh, regardless. Um, they looked like they were going to do it. The attitudes set in, um, and there you go. I mean, it's a great goal at the end. Yeah, and you know, one stopping that from, from Lanzini. Um, but oh, Spurs, listen, you're just just. This is one of these teams. Stay in, stay in your lane a little bit. You know, t- take take the juice because we we as Arsenal fans have been taking that juice a long time <laughs> and holding a few few L's and obviously uh, rubbish results like that where, where, where we've dropped off. But I think they need to realise that there's something more there. And like you say, it's soft centre, but I also think it's just an I think it's an attitude thing as well. Like that, just that. You know when you people bash it like they beat you see like Liverpool and Man City. You know when you're three 0 up, <laughs> them guys won't just stop. They'll keep going. They'll go for another four or five. I feel like Spurs just think, yeah, game's done and it. We're we're mustered. No, you're not. That's, you're Spurs. that's it. They, they they came out in that second half complacent as ever, and you know players do that. They're three 0 up, and they're thinking the game's done. You know, Kane and Son are in uh, good form. They know they got bailed to come on, and that that's it. They they were complacent. As soon as they hit three one, three two, then the old Spurs obviously came out. And I mean, when Bale came on and he had that chance before three three, which he should have put away, I thought that was going to be written for him uh, doing that. But putting things into perspective, I, I think that is a one off for them. I think I know they've got they've got form of it. They. It's history of, of forever just doing stuff like that. But this season, I think, is different for them. Mm-hmm. With Jose in charge, uh, Son and Kane, like I said, in, in, in top, top form. Mm-hmm. Add, adding Bale to that. He's got Ndombele uh, playing week in, week, week in, week out now. Uh, and for me, that's football. At 3-2, there was always going to be one more goal, man. And, uh, mm. I mean, if Lanzini hits that strike another 20 times, he probably doesn't score. <laughs> well, not not in the same way that he did, especially. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I was obviously uh, wasn't disappointed with it. It's it's good to see Tottenham always dropping points. Uh, but yeah, I, I do think that is a one-off. I don't think I think they do learn from that. I think Jose is the right man for them to yeah. to be learned from, and he will get them in. He's probably already got them in already and showed them the video and told them where they mm. went wrong. And it's now up to them if they want to play like Jose's mentality and and improve in the next game and going forward. But yeah, I mean I'm yeah. with you with Kane. I think if they don't 
if they don't win anything this year, or if they don't look like they're going to win anything this year, I think he's perfect for 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 Man City. I think he if he if he's Aguero's replacement, I think Man City will be unstoppable. Uh, mm. Man United as well. They're always up. They always need a top striker. But no. Come on really now. Want... That's what you're, 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 you're moving in. You're, you're basically was... digging up a body from one graveyard and burying him in another <laughs> was, one. Why would you do that? There was a butt after that. There was a butt. And that's what... <laughs> would you want to play for Solskjaer? That's the other... That's the butt for that. And it's... Man... Oh, it's, it's, it's a... He's a Premier League striking idol. Of course he would. That's what everyone... Everyone loved about Oli, wasn't it? No, it's he, not, got, it's... He, got, he got a decent result yesterday, Oli. You got to let him off. <laughs> no, he did. He, 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 can he have did a well. Well done. He, he's got. He's found his will again, and everyone's happy again. Rio's tweeting. He's Oli at the will again, is he? And then uh, yeah, it'll be next week when they lose to some absolute mid-table side, probably. But um, no, I think uh, whilst we whilst we don't get an opportunity to talk about West Ham that often, but I just want to make some some light of this. Right, they are currently sitting ninth. Okay, played five. With um, what are we at now? Points wise, seven points. But actually, if you look at the teams that they've they've played, they they lost to Newcastle two 0 um, start of the season. Um, they lost to us two one. And and to be fair, I didn't think they played too badly against us. We done well to to get the, yeah. the three points. They beat Wolves four 0 and they beat Leicester three 0 and they've come back from three 0 down to Tottenham to draw three yeah. all. Now. Let's not get ahead of ourselves because they got Man City and Liverpool next. But it, are we seeing a bit of a different West Ham? And and even though it's it's it is the Mr. David Moyes, do, do, do you do you think that we're seeing a bit of a different sort of mentality to them, or do you think it's because there's no fans there, some of the pressure's taken away? What what, what do you think it is? Because there's some good uh, results. It's there. a bit of both. The fan, I think the no fans definitely helps uh, helps their style of play. Uh, having playing on the counter more time, more often than not uh, will work them the way they set up and it's perfect for Moyes you know leading the line uh, and they've got the players for set pieces as well uh, Rice, Suchek, uh, Bonner, Balbuena they got they got players there that are deadly from from corners and set pieces uh, it's perfect for them and then they've brought the uh, the Brentford winger now as well uh, who mm-hmm. is a top top prospect and if he can find any kind of form that he was in over the last two years, then then he fits straight in into the eleven. And yeah, I mean to go to to Leicester and, and win convincingly, to beat Wolves convincingly, that's a that's signs of a very, very good team. As as much as on paper they don't look it, they look like an ordinary team on paper. They don't look anything special. But they're playing well at the moment and uh I think I think as soon as the fans do come back in, you might see a different West Ham. But at the moment, they're taking full advantage. Dear lads, let, let me and Benarama as well. Don't forget. Yeah, uh, obviously let me, uh, yeah. Let me not go on, on your parade. Yeah, but let me tell you what's going to happen. Yeah, you see when West Ham lost two one to Arsenal on the nineteenth of September, we looked at their fixtures: Wolves, Everton, or uh, Leicester, Tottenham. Man City, Liverpool again, and we and people are saying they're not going to pick up a point in the league, or they're only going to have one point in the league <clears throat> uh, in November. So they've picked up a few points and they've got a, a few good results. They might they'll probably go to Man City and they might lose. They might get something at Liverpool, but then the problem is is that the West uh, Fulham will come on November the seventh and beat them two 0 this is this is what will happen. <laughs> so it's it's, it's 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 like you you always it must be horrible being a West Ham fan, yeah, because you always build yourself up, yeah, you always build yourself up. But then after that after that tough run of games, they got Fulham uh, Fulham at home, Sheffield United away, and Villa at home, and they'll probably get one point. And then you're looking at it and you're thinking, <laughs> after all that hard work that you that you put in up there, then you go and do that, and that is just. That's just West Ham, unfortunately. I would never back them to 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 finish high up in the league because it seems like this is just a recurring theme for them. I'm sure if you even ask the fans, they'll say, oh, you get a, a, a few good results. And as Aaron said, they, they're good playing on the break. But when they're playing against a team where they're, they're going to need to step forward and break them down, it ain't all looking the same. And then they lose 2-0, two set pieces or something like that. Do you know what I mean? 
And that's just how West Ham have been over the years. It's annoying, but that, that's my view on it. I, I hear what you are saying about the results and how, how they're looking good and how they've picked up a good away win against Leicester and all of this, Tottenham. I get that, but this is, this is the West Ham way. This is the West Ham way. They'll get another couple of good results, then they'll just be playing Fulham, bottom of the league. Everyone puts them in their accumulator and lose 2-0. That's how it will go down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it probably it will. That is, yeah. West Ham and Spursy. That's how, that's, that's, how, that's how it is. But, you know what, you know what boys? I, I wanted to throw this one, a little curveball for you, actually. Just, I know um, you guys obviously haven't been prepped for this at all. Um, Sky Sports put together a um, starting 11 for free agents. Some names that you might have forgotten about. Some names, obviously, more recent than, than anyone else. I want you to pick two players from this list I'm going to give you that you feel could, could currently play okay. in the Premier League side. So, Audrey Nyland is uh, the goalkeeper, recently released from Aston Villa after obviously bringing in uh, Martinez. Um, actually played the first game of the season. Um, for the, so, uh, sorry, during the restart. So, he's, he's recent. He's, he's obviously there fresh. Um, right back, Antonio Valencia. Centre-back, Ashley Williams. Centre-back, Simon Francis from Bournemouth, having left this year. Uh, Left-back, Gal Kalishi, um, recently playing in, in Turkey. Uh, Jack Wilshere in midfield, uh, alongside uh, Welsh international Andy King, uh, formerly of, of Leicester. Um, Sami Nazari, yes, he is <laughs> still playing football. Um, Daniel Sturridge up top, alongside Mario Balotelli, and Mandzukic. I'm going to go with yep. you first, Mo. Name, name two players from that list if you need to. Repeat no, I'll read it down. Um, the two that stand out for me there is Jack Wilshere and Daniel Stage. Uh, Jack Wilshere is still 28. Um, he's had a few injury problems, but I do remember there being a couple of spells um, at Arsenal where they were able to manage his injuries and they got, you know, a fair few out of him in those seasons, 30-plus games or 25-plus games. Um, I think he could benefit from maybe a change of scenery in terms of maybe going to somewhere in the sun, the Spanish league, um, where it might more suit his sort of technical side of his game. Um, the heat help, helps with injuries, they say, and stuff like that. And I think that a, a change of scenery and a change of tempo in game might, might uh, suit a little bit more. Um, so for me, I'll go uh, uh, Jack Wilshere, and then the second one, yeah, definitely Daniel Sturridge. I mean, how someone hasn't taken a punt on them Premier League goals? I was saying to a Liverpool fan the other day, Sheffield United, yeah, haven't got proven Premier League goals in their forward line. That's someone they should be they should be looking at. Do you know what I mean? Even yeah. even um, even Fulham, Fulham, definitely mm. Fulham. Like I I I don't understand. Like I don't understand why you'd wanna take a gamble and spend twenty million on a Brewster. On a yeah, on a on a Brewster. Even though I think Brewster's going to be good, but I just think why wouldn't you try and come to a deal like a, like a pay as you play or one year contract or whatever with Daniel Sturridge and see if you can get another. He will get you fifteen prem goals. He's he's got the ability to do that. He has. I remember like. When he was in, when he was mm. in the, the form of his life, and and they were asking England players in like one of them, um, like one of them Q and As, they were saying like, who's the best, who's the best England player, like who's the one with the most technique, most tricks, all of that, and they were all saying Sturridge. You know what I mean? He's, he's got something there, and he's, mm. and he's a proven Premier League goal scorer. Done it at Chelsea, uh, done it at Liverpool, and wherever he's been, he's got a few goals. Bolton, so. I think Daniel Sturridge, it's, it's, it's strange that no one's picked him up. But with the um, with the free transfers, can they sign them at any time? Can they still sign them at any time? Or can you not register anyone? I think you're the yeah, contract, uh, the squad now. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I think they had a chance yeah, to... Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, you, what, they did, what they had a chance to do was uh, the, basically from the 16th when the domestic one finished, it was then almost a week up to now, basically, or yeah, yesterday, I guess it was, to yeah. register anyone else. So you could have yeah. brought in a free agent. Um, so, yeah, those guys are, are, sit, are sitting in there. 
Now, Daniel Sturridge thing is 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 interesting um, because I think it comes down to off the field uh, like issues, should we say, um, that come with it. Um, I'm not sure if his agent is still his brother. Um, when it comes like that, yeah, if you're not serious things on the table, um, and you're sometimes you might think he's looking out for the the best for his brother, but it's also probably his own pocket. Um, and that goes with a number of agents, by the way. Um, even the lad at, at Leon, um, you know, he wanted a 10 million euro fee or something like that um, to get his brother signed. What? Let your let your brother come out of that farm league <laughs> and join a Premier League and get your money. Do you know what I mean? Like, what? 10 million euros. Get out of here, mate. So listen, uh, all of that sort of stuff is, is mental. That needs to be capped. That needs to be dealt with early doors and we can get in, into that another another time when it comes to agent fees. But I think that's what stops a lot of these lads moving on sometimes. Just just be yourself. At some point, when you're a free agent, don't have an agent. Yeah. <laughs> don't get your football. Um, but in terms of ability-wise, yes, Mo, bang on. Uh, definitely studs for, for, for me. Um, and yeah, J- Jack Wilshire, it's, it's a sad story, man. It is a sad story there, but um, he should definitely be on a page you play somewhere um, and, and prove his ability. I think um, previously, one of you guys have mentioned he was fit, he, he wrote and penned that he's been fit for eight months. So what's what's going on there? But um, Aaron, I who, think who obviously your, the main two, two that stood out was Wilshire and Sturridge. Uh, other one was Balotelli. I mean, he's only 30 still. <laughs> uh, Aaron, people can't take him away from him, but, I mean, if you look at the, his last two or three teams, his last two or three teams, yeah. I mean, he went to Nice for two seasons. He got 33 in 61. Uh, Marseille for a season, he got 8 in 15. So, he's a one-in-two striker. And yeah. I know it's a big gamble. It's a big risk. But, mm. I mean, I, w- I was going to say Sturridge and uh, Wilshire anyway. But Balotelli, I mean, like I said, do you want to spend £25 million on a Brewster or, or something like that? Or do you want to take a an experienced player that will, will get you goals. Uh, the other one was Danny Welbeck. I know he's not on that list. He's just gone to Brighton. Uh, but that's a good signing for them. Uh, they, they could have easily spent another 15, 20 million on, on someone that's not unknown. I think they did it on Jack and Bash uh, the season before and hasn't really produced. Uh, so they've gone with someone tested and experienced Welbeck free transfer and he will get you goals. He will get you uh, yeah. some goals uh, but yeah, I think Balotelli. I mean, he's still thirty. He's still got a couple of years in him. He'd probably go and stay in Italy somewhere. But yeah, those were the three for me that stood out. Mm. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad we got uh, that that guy yeah, well same. back in the prem. To be fair, um, good good guy can get you goals and get mm. you some important ones. I remember even at Arsenal, he popped yeah. up the side that you weren't And England as well, so... isn't it? England, he's England, always bound yeah. us loads of times. Yeah. You know what I mean? In terms of uh, goals and stuff. He was a, he was a fixture. Yeah, he was. Um... Yeah, 100%. 100%. No, so, it's, it's, yeah, it's a good look for him. And obviously, it's, it's nice to see a few of these um, lads obviously getting another chance. I was surprised to see Troy Deeney make another move into the Premier League. I generally thought someone was going to He's, take take he, that gamble. He's taking um, a job at Portsmouth now. He's got the cigar firmly in. <laughs> he's taking. Yeah, he's, he's, re- he's, re- he's ready. Now. He's but ready. I like I, I like what Talksport are doing. To be fair, with all the with all the old with all the old players, they get in Jamie O'Hara, Ben, and that because they give you a different sort of a different sort of view on it. You yeah. know what I mean? And that the, the others can't really do because they ain't because they ain't played. You know what I mean? You know what? Yeah, sorry, not played. Dave. You know what? Played, on that, they played uh, in the current era. J- yeah, J- Jamie O'Hara though is a strange one for me. That is... uh, I'm sorry, the guy is a plank. He is. He is so one-dimensional. Oh, it's unreal. He is. Stu- he the guy. Spurs can do no wrong. Arsenal. Can't can't do anything right. He's he, his opinion means nothing to me as a pundit because if a pundit can 
switch up and sort of say, you know, someone played well this week, but then the other week, if they generally didn't play well, can say that, you know, and, and see it how it is at that time and then speak about the future based on what they've seen, then fair enough. Hence why I do like Carragher, I do like Gary Neville. I think at the start, it was very much Liverpool against Man United, you know, and everything they said. But now they're quite free on what they say. They, their opinion is it can vary, again, depending on what is going on at that time. Jamie Redknapp is, is good at <laughs> O'Hara, get out of the hole your head is in right now. You were bang average. You were lucky to play in the Premier League as it was. What are you on about? He talks about players. Oh, honestly, I hear some of his stuff. I'm like, guy, the, you're, you're, you're going at a player that even a fraction of his ability was better than yours. So what are you on about? It's like you're trying to be something you're not. Beat Alan Brazil. <laughs> carry on eating. Get on the beers and turn into that guy. Because no one cares. I can't. I, at least Troy Deeney will say it how it is. And people, you know, yeah. he will say what people are seeing. O'Hara, I feel like, has to say something just to, oh, yeah, if I say this, then at least people are tweeting me and I can forget, I can forget about Daniel <laughs> Lloyd for one day. Do you know what I mean? Because he is jarring. He is jarring. But, uh, yeah, congratulations, Troy, Troy Deeney. Um, you know, oh, people yeah, like Nico yeah. Richards as well, do, doing well, coming, yeah. in, coming into it as, as well. So um, that, that laugh's infectious. Um, maybe we could have those two on rather than Sol Campbell turning up into his homeless uh, gilet that he did for the last the Let me tell you, let me tell you. Um, Pep, Pep Guardiola yeah, has come in and, and he's changed the way that we play football in England. He's also changed the way that we dressed. He started this, yeah. Pep Guardiola, he started this wear what you want on the touchline and it's slow but surely. Now, everyone everywhere is just wearing what they want. Like the suits, the suits are gone. <laughs> Chino's trainers, like, yeah. sh- uh, like whatever they want now. Listen, 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 listen. Pep, but Pep, this, this is the thing, yeah. This is so there's, there's a Man City style of football, and then that's like Concord Rangers trying to play his football <laughs> with how Sol Campbell uh, turned up there wearing that Chile. You got, you got, you got, you got Pep turning up into with, you know, he's wearing Armani, he's wearing Montclair, and then like uh, Sol Campbell turned up in his blue English uh, gilet. You know, come on, dude, come correct, man. You already got the stigma anyway. At least turn up like, you know, like you're ready for this, man. Oh my gosh, I, literally, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I thought. I thought they made a mistake, you know, when it like cuts to a scene and people aren't don't think they're actually on. I thought that's what had happened. Oh, I was so so baffled, but yeah, oh, I think someone told him to take it off in the end anyway. So uh, his missus probably, yeah, that, his that, probably that, that and said, oh, take it off. Man, I always tell you not to wear that jacket, so why <laughs> <laughs> He pulled that out of the bargain basement somewhere, mate. In the I lost and found before it was cold in there. I thought, yeah, I'll give this a go because the way that was hanging off his shoulder, uh, killed, I, it killed I, myself, I, I, uh, Sam, killed me. But uh, I heard that there was another big win for your boys again this week. It's nothing but celebrations down at the old where are you playing Betram Grove. Up the, yeah, mate, down at Leverage. Yeah, mate, FA Vars and FA Vars. Uh, now another sort of. Last minute equaliser uh, with with a pen. Uh, not sorry, with a free kick. Sorry, then going to penalties. Uh, do you know what? It they, never happened they did to take a nicer well, team they? that Langley Wanderers. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh my god! Do you know what? I've been getting it. I've been getting it all week on Twitter. The club had been getting it all week on Twitter. Little snidey little remarks that they had been putting out about when they wanted the game played and all this sort of stuff. And I was like. Oh, another team that hates me and the club. I was like, okay, look forward to this one. Um, obviously, they've gone one nil up. They're giving it big licks on the side. I'm a wind up <laughs> merchant as it is on the side, so I was like, I can take, I can take this a little bit and I'll carry on. But I'm, part of me is like, no, listen, ninety minutes. Let's see what happens. When Did that goal went in for the equaliser, <laughs> it went. Uh, nah, you know, I worry about my leaders too. You know what? The, 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 the dugouts, the dugouts at Fetchum, there's too close. They've got that little oh, trail of uh, AstroTurf yeah, by there. I don't want to get that. I don't want to get that burn. No one needs that burn. Yeah, no one needs that burn. But uh, yeah, no, you know, come back, had the penalties. You had one of their players giving it again, big licks. Um, and then, listen, when that when that winning penalty went in, 
they got a little bit upset. Let's just put it that way. I think I got to celebrate for about 30 seconds before I'm in an absolute <laughs> handbag brawl on the, uh, on the pitch yeah. again. I saw the video. Um, saw the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you showed it. Yeah, that's it. You know, do you know what? Listen, I, I, I say this, you know, because, you know, um, we actually played last night as well. We had another uh, another cup game, League Cup game. Unfortunately, we this time didn't get through. Um, we actually went out on penalties. But you took it. We lost. You take it. Um, I went to to shake uh, the management's hands of AFC Hayes, and one of them refused to shake my wow. hand. They just won the game, bearing in mind, and they and they still didn't want to shake my hand. I'm like, listen, I'm taking the loss. You've just won the game. Why do you not want to do it? I don't. I say this to anyone, uh, young, old, whatever it is, whatever sport you're playing in, you take the wins, but you've got to take the losses. And when you take the losses. Just shake your opponent's hand and you've gone into battle. You've, you've either come off the better one or you haven't. You shake the person's hand. If you don't do that, it says a lot about you as a person for me. Um, and yeah, obviously then the handbags after the FA Vars game. I was just like, oh God, guys. Hope you have a nice coach journey back to Eastbourne. <laughs> wow. Sounds eventful. Um, I remember for a moment, yeah, yeah. I remember when I used to play playing <laughs> on um, Leatherhead's pitch. It, I just still used to always think this is the biggest pitch ever. Why is it so big? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It, feels, like, it, feels, <laughs> it is. A, it is a unit. Like, it is a unit. Like, is at that level, man. But um, but yeah, good memories down there. I remember when I was young, I won the old uh, Surrey. What was it? The, the Surrey Youth Cup on that pitch, playing for Carl Shulton. And yeah. then I thought it was even yeah. bigger because I was I was smaller yeah. then, and I just used to think <laughs> this is enormous. But good times, man. Good times. No, it's, it, it is it is a big old pitch, but yeah, good good facility um, down there, and um, you know, wish it were anyone to come down. You can obviously come down and, and obviously see see what it's like down there again because it might even look <laughs> might look bigger now. No, you're probably unfit how to many, be on there. It will look bigger. Because um, yeah, I, I see it with the with the um, with the higher levels off. Are you not getting more fans down there? Uh, yeah, I think we're in a obviously we're in a good location as well, and uh, sort of credit to uh, Leatherhead fans as well. Do obviously make make the trips down there. Um, but we've been seeing sort of 150 paying. I say paying because obviously there's a few that obviously get in sort of comps. But we've we've I think one of the games we were pretty close to sort of 200 there, um, which is not not bad for sort of st- uh, step six level. Um, but we're seeing a lot of the non-league sides even above getting a, a, a lot more and obviously some of them are capped on what they can have I think they can have um, up to 500 so they're, they're getting capped I think our level's 300 um, and we're seeing a few teams actually hit that you know because they're like you say the Premier League teams aren't allowing fans so people want yeah. to get their their football fix so I do recommend that I do recommend that uh, to, to anyone uh, not, not just us go and support your local side you know if you want to still get that as I say, that football fix. You can't go to your pubs all the time at the moment, but you can go to a football game. So why don't you go and do it? Get your get, get your beer worth, and well, obviously, yeah, especially you've got say, to pay support your local, to your local side. Bro, so. <laughs> Come on, watch that. Then, uh, we get some food and a beer in, and uh, watch that kind of TV. Yeah, that's ludicrous. That's ludicrous. By the way, they, they, how can you go from you know? Taking all the plaudits of we're going to show every game, guys, so you can still see your team to go and act. Right, I told you, you want fifteen pound for for the pleasure. The Premier League only care about the Premier League and no one else. Yeah, they do not care what anyone's saying. All they're thinking is if we get fifty thousand people to pay, or if we get twenty thousand people to pay, at least we have got some money. It don't matter. <laughs> they just they they don't care about they don't care about anyone other than the Premier League. I, I, I saw a tweet yesterday. I don't know if it's uh, accurate, but someone said that only seventy four people pay for Burnley versus West Brom. <laughs> seventy four. <laughs> no way. I, I, I no hope, it, I hope way. it's accurate because I'm glad that people are not paying that amount of money to watch that type of game. Like, I, I, I probably I probably wouldn't even do it if it was an Arsenal game, unless it's an Arsenal. Top six game, yeah. Then I, I probably wouldn't do it. I mean, there's, I don't see the benefit in it. I mean, it... they're just encouraging. They're encouraging, yeah, yeah, they are. They like are. the pirate yeah. side of it as well. Because why would you? Why you aren't going to pay fifteen pound for an ordinary game? Like you're just not going to do that. You know, it's just for what? 
for what reason? You know, it's, it it's, it's just it's ludicrous. And, you know, certain them games, what I'm hoping, though, it doesn't go down the route of they're going, oh, OK, hold on a minute. We can't get people to pay uh, £15 for, like, yeah, a Burnley game. What if they start doing it to the big games? Yeah. You know, you're going sort of, you know, Liverpool, Man City or something like that. You know, that's that's when they're just going to kill everyone off. You'll see people like, uh, no, cancelling their Sky subscriptions and, and stuff if they do that, I reckon. Mm. BT. Well, what are you got? What are you paying? Sky, Sky, and BT. You have to pay for those two to see to to see the games that are potentially going to be televised. So, you're what are you in? You're probably about forty BT. quid yeah. per month yeah. just yeah. for having Sky and yeah, just uh, BT. Wise. But then when you and and it just sport package, and what you want to see two? Let's say you see you want to see your team twice. You know what you're paying seventy pound a month for that. Get the hell out! You can go. Here. You can no go way. watch Epsom and Yule for how much? No way. <laughs> Yo, hey, you know what? You know what? I reckon I can get. Yeah, can I get? I reckon I can get a season ticket for that. Sorted. Epsom and Yule. How much? The season ticket, sixty quid, fifty quid. Do you know what? Our our our, our season tickets are seventy five pound for the year, and you're getting. Eight, and and do you know that's the thing you can actually do that. Oh, by the way, we do show the sport at the so ground. So we show better. we show the games at the ground on TV. So why don't you go and do that? You're seventy five pound. Yeah, you get to see Gaffer in the in the in the um, technical box getting uh, getting Larry with the other Gaffers. Yeah, you get to see penalty shootouts galore. Yeah, you get yeah. to see um, um, good football. Look, I yeah. mean, what more could you want? I've sold it. Yeah. You get everything there, and I say, you, and then when you need to, if you're going to sweat weather, go inside. You've got soccer Saturday on. If the game's afterwards, you can watch that. And guess what? You can still collect your, your mates of groups of six and have, and have your beer as well. As I say, you get it all there at non league. Um, so I think I've done my advertisement. I'm going to have to send this to the club and see if I'll get any, uh, any bonuses. But uh, no, seriously, on, guys, seriously, even if it's not, do you know what I say this? Anyone that does listen to this, yeah. please. Please, yeah. please go and support yeah. your local clubs. You know, that they, they really do need it now. Um and, and, and even more so. Um and it's you know what, it's it's a it's this is a sort yeah. of mental health thing as well for a lot of people where we've been locked locked yeah. indoors. Football is a release for so many people, not just the lads that are on the pitch, but all the volunteers that, that go into to non league mm. as well, it's a bit of the release for them. So um do support them. Your local communities do need that. And that's all levels of, of um of, of that. And I'm I'm even yeah. And preach and say the same for Sunday football. Keep these local clubs going. Um, as much as I hate the fact that when one of my players turns up and goes, I've got injured from Sunday, um, please do support them because it, it means so yeah, much more it definitely um, does. than just the 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, boys, that's been a, a good spell and I hope all the listeners uh, have enjoyed um, some, some rants professionally and for the non-league rants as, as, as well. Um and yeah, you know, give us as much as you you can uh, give um, in terms of abuse and and views. We, we love it, as we said. Um, and obviously, yeah, next week's show, uh, we'd like to hear what uh, you, you want us to talk about because yeah, we thought that was a bit of a success. So anything that does pop up, please let us know um, and look out for our Twitter and Insta handles. But peace. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.